Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 102. The following is the recitation of Psalm 92, aka Perik, or Mizmor Tzadik Bet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 92, Mizmor Shir Liyom HaShabbat, Tov Lehodot Ladonai, Ulezamer Leshimcha Elyon, Lehagid Baboker Chastacha, Veemunatcha Balilot, Alei Asor. Vaale Navel Ale Higayon Bechinor Ki Simachtani Adonai Befaalacha Bemaase Yadacha Aranain Ma Gadlu Maasacha Adonai Meod Amku Mach Shivotacha Ish Ba'ar Lo Yeda Uchasil Lo Yavin et Zot Bifroach Rishaim Kimo Asav Vayatsitsu Kol Poale Aven Lehi Shamdam Ade Ad Veata Marom Leolam Adonai Ki Hine Oivacha Adonai Ki Hine Oivacha Yo vedu it pardu kol poale aven vatarem kir aim karni baloti beshemen ranan vatabet aini beshurai vakamim Alai Mireim Tishmana Aznai Tzadik Katamar Yifrach Keerez Balvanon Yiske Shetulim Bevet Adonai Bechatrot Eloheinu Yafrichu Od Yenuvun Beseva Deshenim Virananim Yiyu Lehagid Ki Yashar Adonai Tsuri Below Avlata Bo 
Psalm 92's introduction is the only one in the whole book of Tehillim that actually specifies the day that it is dedicated to, namely Shabbos in this case. This mizmor was known to be recited by the Levites on the steps of the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple, but is well known in our prayers and appears at least three times on Shabbat itself, first in Kabbalat Shabbat on Friday night, right before the Mariv or evening service, then Shabbat morning in Pesukei Tezimra, and after Musaf as the song of the day. Some congregations even say it during the Mincha prayer on Shabbat. There are a couple beautiful, well-known songs in this psalm, like Tov Lahodot Lashem and Tzadi Katamar Yifrach. And in terms of the author, once again, some consider this to be among the 11 psalms that were written by Moshe and then passed down and conveyed by King David later on. In terms of Midrashic literature, there are a few different ones that are associated with this mizmor that are worth touching on to understand it better. First, Midrash mentioning that Moshe basically enabled the Jewish slaves to have Shabbat by convincing Paro that a day off was needed to ensure longer survival of the slave, and also touches on how the slaves to the slaves it seemed that the evil Egyptians flourished and the good Jews suffered, and Moshe made this psalm to console them. Then there is the Midrash that this was composed shortly after the sin of Adam, the first man alive. He was kicked out of Eden on the sixth day, left to evil forces, but the Sabbath saved him by complaining to God that it was meant to be a day that was sanctified. And he made this psalm, Adam made this psalm praising the day in thanks. Another midrash with Adam is he asks his son Cain how Hashem punished him after Cain killed his brother, Havel. And when Adam learned that for the first time, the concept of doing teshuva, a.k.a. repentance, he composed this psalm for Yom Shabbat, uh, Shabbat from the root word shav, return or repent. There is one more I will mention here. Art Scroll does go into more detail on these and others. But another with Adam, where he sinned on the sixth day in the afternoon and noticed that the sun was sinking. And he thought this was the end for him until it came up again the following day, a.k.a. Shabbos day. And he was so thrilled, he gave sacrifices and the ministering angels sang praise to the day of Shabbos. Whether or not you decide to take Midrashim at face value, I always like to understand the value behind the story they give over. In this case, what Shabbat is meant to represent and what this psalm embodies in that idea that first, taking some downtime somehow gives more productive time and that evil seems to prosper and good seems to suffer and that there is a sanctity to the day of Shabbat somehow, that it is a day to return to ourselves and connection with each other and Hashem in an introspective way that leads to self-improvement, and that even in the night when things seem bleak, having faith that there is always good and justice behind God's actions will help us to reach and appreciate and praise Hashem when we reach the light of day. Beautiful, quick capture of the day of Shabbos and some thematic highlights of this psalm in particular. My question is, how does slowing down and taking a day of rest actually help 
everyone. What I mean by that is you could say that it's a generalization to assume that everyone wants the slow, a slow and restful day. I know people that don't know how to enjoy slowness and feel pressure to do more and a day of rest doesn't really compute for them and it can feel stressful even if they try to slow down. So how does a designated day of rest help those kinds of people? How can it be generalized to everyone if everyone has different needs? Ultimately, there have been plenty of studies that show that taking time to recover can lead to more productivity, but still, how does this day work for those who can't intellectually let go of the need to go and do and be active? I was talking with my husband about Shabbos, and he mentioned that Hashem finished creating the world and then relinquished control and handed over the proverbial keys to us. To which I sarcastically replied and then said, don't drive. (laughs) I was proud of my little joke (laughs) and I laughed, but at the same time realized that there was something deep in that joke. Shabbos is the transition point where God is letting us have a partnership in the reins into the world that he just created. Remember, it's still his car. We are just drivers. And he starts us not at a full go and not at a full stop, but at a point where he took his foot off the gas in the student driver car to enable a coasting and a smooth transition before we head off into the busy, bustling world out there. I learned from my movement therapist, Orit Krug, that emotions begin in the body. And you could be taught logically from here until tomorrow how you need to slow down and the importance of slowing your pace and the health benefits that result when you learn to balance between slow and fast pace. But if you don't experience it physically, your mind could be ready and your body is going to still be rearing to go. So Hashem gives us the keys and tells us not to drive yet. He wants us to feel what it feels like physically and in our whole being, what slowness, what suspension, what transition and connection, and yes, even intellectual and emotional and spiritual aspects as well can be achieved in slowness and taking in our surroundings, etc. So that even those people who don't know how or feel like they are never someone who could physically slow down or stop, even they can learn what is healing and healthy and whole for them. My husband just recently had a lot more responsibility given to him and has been working on overdrive during the work transition period, as with many other times, but I digress. And right before Shabbos, he said to his coworker, I'm not telling you this as a rabbi, but you should really consider taking on Shabbos followed by an audible sigh and turning off his phone and expressing how grateful whatever is not done is just out of his control and he can shift with an observationally different physical, mental, emotional, spiritual presence that wasn't able to be embodied without the permission and guidance to practice it. Hashem in his infinite wisdom created a space 
where no matter how type go, go, go you are, you could learn what slowing down and introspecting and internalizing actually feels like. The same thing goes, by the way, for those who are always on the slower side of life. It's an opportunity to connect with whether you feel stagnant and too slow and more, more action is needed in the week to come. Shabbos is meant to be thought of throughout our week as a day we take with into our week and work towards in the coming week, in the week to come. Learning to embody that God-given transition in a way that moves us in ways that we actually need in order to take the best care of ourselves in a way that is actually sustainable and enjoyable. May we be able to take the lessons that Shabbos teaches us and bring it into our daily lives in a way that sustains us physically, emotionally, spiritually, connectively, healthfully, etc. The learning and recitation for this Mizmor is in the merit that my father, Harav Shmuel Chaim Alevi, have a continued refuah, and speaking of slowing down as he gears up for retirement, may he effortlessly embody the ease of the transition and continue to be in good health with my loving mother until 120 years. Also, this is for the merit of all those who forget to stop and smell the roses, and for all those who don't remember that there are roses. May everyone be able to find the balance that they need in order to feel more emotionally regulated and healthy as they transition from fast to slow to neutral, etc. in their daily lives. Stay tuned until after this quick break. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Okay.